Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. An Erio's original. Listeners, we love you. We love you so much. We even love your friends. So will you tell them about us? Tell five friends to subscribe to or follow Foxy Browns. Forward the newsletter. Subscribe to the newsletter, foxybrownspod.com. Shout about it online, Twitter and Insta, and we can keep plugging away at this thing. And please email us. We want to know what topics, questions, guests you would love to hear about on the pod, what issues you're struggling with, any tips, tricks, stuff, or scams. We're here to serve. We'll read some letters and answer them on air in the coming weeks. Uh, email foxybrowns at erios.net. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Foxy Browns. I'm Priyanka. And I'm Camilla. And this is a podcast that navigates beauty and wellness from our perspectives as women of color. This week, like every week, we're talking stuff and things, tips and tricks, and deconstructing Western beauty standards. And we are joined by special guest, Constance Wu. In the time that we've known Constance, she has gone from incredible, massive TV star to also now massive movie star. And... It's been a joyful time. <laughs> it's been a very good time for all of us. We've been joy. cheering you on. You've known me since the beginning. First, yeah. Yes. Fresh off the boat. I remember you first came to the writer's room because we hadn't even started shooting like the series properly yet. And you came in, stopped by and like. Was, that, just, was like, that when I brought the box of pastries? Clutch. Yeah, clutch move. Definitely, yeah, pastries, <laughs> and then also like you were also on you were on the lot for some like for you were popping by bones or something, like oh yeah, I, I had a friend who was on bones. Yeah. But what I remember yeah. most about yeah. when I brought I brought up the pastries uh-huh. is because so I you know went to this like uh, this like Jewish bakery and I got a box of arugula. Yeah, and uh, you know it's like in this box, mm-hmm. and I walk into the room. <laughs> I was like, I bought, I bought my guy's rugula and I put it in the middle. Nobody fucking touches it. <gasps> Nobody even opens it until like at the very end, somebody like opened it <laughs> and they were like, oh, we thought you said we you brought a box <laughs> of arugula. Oh, yeah, like I I'm the that. fucking actress coming in there with like a box of lettuce. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so for the past hour, you thought I bought you a box of arugula? But how about the brave soul who finally opened it and was like, I guess I should be polite about this. I'm glad somebody did. Otherwise, I would have been the actress who brought greens. I mean, And they would have just thrown it out without even looking. <laughs> I'd have probably eaten the arugula. Like, arugula. it's very scary to get a vegetable totally, in my room. Uh, that is totally insane. I was joking that we're going to start a movement right here, right now on this podcast to refer to you globally as just Constance. Because we yeah. feel like there's only one. Oh, that's Two. not true. Well, who else is there? I mean, Constance, Constance Zimmer, Zimmer, who's wonderful. Constance Zimmer is wonderful. Very, very good. She is incredible. Yeah, but God. there there are yeah. others yeah. that I am. But right now, on. I just feel just it's there just is only one it just Constance. feel like when I, when anyone in our world is yeah. like Constance, yeah. it's you. 
And it's so singular. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, it's been such it's, a joy to watch over the last few years. Just yeah. Absolutely incredible. Um, and okay, so do we want to go into. Yes, we start off with stuff, stuff and, and things. So my thing for the week, Cam has been trying to get me on a on a an oil cleanse situation, like to wash my mm, face. Because I've just been cleanse. using. Yes, I've just been using like Cetaphil and whatever. And my skin was getting kind of leathery. And I was like, I'm going to embrace this. So I could not shell out for the eminence, really. I had a sample, of course. of course. And then the sample ran out, and I was like, well, what can I buy on sale? And then I found the DHC deep cleansing oil. Do I you have know, tried kind of, that one. Yeah, it's, I you don't did, like it, it didn't agree with my skin as much. And for me, the the smell of the oil was a little mm. bit too... I could smell the castor oil a little bit too Interesting. much. Mm. It smells but important. It is. Yeah. 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 It is. I, I, so you but didn't. It's working what you? did it do to your skin, though? It did make me break out on my cheeks. You know what? I've had a little breakout on my chin, and I'm wondering uh, if that's it. Okay, it maybe be, I'll go back. You to know the what? Eminence. Though I heard that breakouts on your chin area yeah. are hormonal, yeah. not, not yeah. skincare. That's so what my facialist said. It's she your said, time of the month or something. She yeah. said, "Go see the acupuncturist." Yeah. And she'll take right take care of that, right, Doctor Jing. Right. But my skin's definitely like more moist, and I have That's you to thank good. for that. We love no, absolutely, and the barriers back. Okay. Like the like, I started washing my face with the oil, and immediately people were like, "Ooh, your yeah. skin!" Really, you know, everything yes. changed. Huh? Yeah, everything changed very quickly. You posted a picture on Instagram the other day, and yes. you did look shockingly it's glowing. The oil, thank it's you, so. the oil cleanse and sunshine. Oh. What's your thing? I'd say for me this week. So my, you've heard me talk about my nutritionist Miriam Jacobson before, yes. who is a fantastic woman. But she has just launched this like an online course, hmm. which is called Food Foundations, and it is because you know seeing a nutritionist is not necessarily accessible for everyone. Like you know, it's a couple hundred bucks a session, and also if you're not in LA or New York, it's actually hard to um uh, to basically have sessions with her. But it's like an eight week course. Um, you can do it for many anywhere and there's like videos and like um adjustable meal plans and kind of like nutrition information and like breathing Mm. exercises as well and for me Miriam very much changed my relationship with food and that it was you know and with nutrition that it stopped being like you know what's an immediate diet that can you know make me you know look or feel a certain way that inevitably has a very short shelf life it's very much a plan for viewing food for the rest of your life and I've been seeing her for maybe three years now and um and it's been marvelous but she so she has this online course I have a coupon which I will put in the show notes how much is it I think it's about two it's between two and three hundred dollars for an eight-week course but it's like a yeah. full like educa- yeah, education everything like a foundational education yeah. I'm gonna yeah. check it out it's very very cool that sounds great yeah. how about you well I've recently had to uh well, I haven't had to. I've chosen to sort of change something about my diet just because I had to do something where I had to sing. Mm. And so I started working with this vocal coach, Ooh. and he's wonderful, but he told me that like one of the big things with singers is acid reflux. Mm. And it's not necessarily the kind that you can feel, like heartburn, you know, if you're having right, acid yeah. reflux. It's something, it's like a different kind that happens like when you're sleeping, and it's sort of like burns your vocal cords. <gasps> So for the past couple of weeks, I have been sticking to this acid reflux thing, not for beauty, but simply because I'm trying to make my voice better. I mean, not now, because I had to do the singing thing on Monday, Mm -hmm. 
And then I immediately went and got pizza afterwards because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, now that. I can like stop because I couldn't have like tomatoes, couldn't have spicy food. I love spicy food. Yeah, what food. was the, yeah, what was the regimen? What was it? A lot of things that were like acidic you couldn't mm-hmm. have. Like tomatoes are highly acidic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fruit. Uh, fruit? Yeah, like citrus. Yeah, like citruses, yeah. alcohol, coffee. Oh my God, jeez. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> and no dairy fun. or no the pizza problem is the tomatoes. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. he said you can have low fat dairy, yeah. just like dairy. not too much, yeah. which is interesting because some voice teachers think that it um, creates mucus. It, which yeah, is and I think it just depends right. on if you have like a reaction to it. But I will say that like it really yeah, did it make my really. voice like now my voice is fucked. But like you know, it what, was like a clarity or like, Oh, it was it so change? good. It just <gasps> felt better. It sounded better. Wow. It was a, and we were just talking about voices, how it's like yeah. my thing. It's the thing that attracts me to the guys. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Life. We were just talking about, sorry, this was like before we started recording, but constantly saying that the one through line for all the men she's ever dated is there is a similarity in their voice. Or yeah, they just have beautiful speaking voices. Like a warmth. What'd you say? What, what, what was the word you used? Like a warmth and a roundness. <laughs> a roundness. To their voices. If you're a singer, you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's so true. Like how many times have you like, you know, seen an attractive guy and then he's opened his mouth I mean, and it's like I mean, very David pitchy Beckham. and you're like, David Becker, my always forget. Oh my god! I don't know what it's, his voice sounds oh, like. Oh, it sounds it's, like this. It's like a little kid's voice. Does it? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and he looks so. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a guy like that. I know a guy like that. I have, have voice prejudice. I can't. Yeah. I can't. No, you would yeah. freak out. I yeah. don't even think <laughs> it's hard for me <laughs> no, when gonna... somebody has a bad voice, and I'm just like, oh my god, and and I don't know why I don't like them, and I'm like, why don't? And then I figure it out. It's like a, I don't know. It's I have a voice fetish. It's it was like it makes sense when you're with someone you you know are spending time with them you're going to have to listen to listen them to speaking them. all the time and if they have a voice that just like the yeah. grates but if they have one like, that vibrates in yeah. a certain yeah. way it almost like warms your body oh, oh, totally. oh yeah like like we were talking about Henry Golding um so when we oh had the God. chemistry read I mean obviously he's one yeah. of the most handsome men he's ever so handsome. but then when he spoke. <laughs> I think he's got a smile in his voice. His yeah, smile is amazing. That's such a great expression that his yeah, voice has a smile. smile. Yeah. It yeah. does, but his voice also has this like richness. It's like masculine, but it's still like gentle. And it's yeah. like he has yeah. a beautiful, beautiful voice. And I think that's one of those things that even yeah. you just have. Even yeah. an acid it's, reflux diet could help. But I yeah. mean, it's, it's not. <laughs> Imagine if he went on the diet. Oh my god! Even be like supercharged. Oh my god! Irresistible. Oh, the girls would not. Be it. Yeah, we were just talking about how Con- the last time I saw Constance was um, right before you were going to leave for Crazy Rich Asians, or maybe yeah. just after Henry was was cat. You were about to do the chemistry read, and you were like, "We'll see." Yeah, and it's so nice to hear you speak of him so highly because you can tell. Like, I just yeah. want to like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, he's wonderful. Can I like him? Okay, he's great. Okay, I mean, he, yes, he has a great Aww. voice. But like besides that, like as a person, he's just a lovely human. That's really nice. That makes me like very, he very happy. He had like a very like glamorous yeah. upbringing, right? It was like, didn't he like grow up no. in all kinds of, no? Is that just the story? Well, I mean, he, I feel like he had a glamorous adulthood in a way, mm. kind of. So he grew up in Malaysia, I think, and then he moved to the UK when he was a kid. Okay. And then I think he grew up pretty much middle class. But the glamorous thing, I think, is like when he 
Well, first he was like a hairdresser. I'm giving you a whole. He was a hairdresser. He was a hairdresser (laughs) in London for a little bit. Yeah, he cut hair, and he's told me many stories of like doing haircuts and stuff like that. And he actually really enjoyed that job. And then, um, and then he decided he wanted to be a a host, presenter, whatever you call it. And so he went to Singapore, I think, or Malaysia, and just sort of like quickly got jobs doing that probably because of his voice and his beauty Mm. yes of course and then his very first (laughs) movie audition was crazy rich asians no way ever that's right are you kidding me no you told me that you were like i don't he doesn't you know he's never acted before but blah 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 yeah i mean he had on-camera experience because he's been like a host and he has undeniable charisma and he was just a natural (laughs) but but that was his first so that's why i think it could seem like kind of a fairy tale thing right adulthood yeah of the choices whereas i was a waitress for like 10 years yes you were a waitress for like so long right and then you were like but i remember you telling me that you just had to you had to do it you're like i don't know i don't want to do anything else i want to act i can't really do anything else isn't it when you kind of realize like actually this is the only thing i'm like good at this is, I've got to do just this thing. Like yeah, I've done I like a bunch of other jobs other than writing. And I was like, mm, no, I'm bad at these things. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Or I don't care. I do. Or I don't I care. Can't, I can't handle yeah. anything. I think yeah. the thing that like ties a lot of people together, at least in this industry or people who are working in this industry is like, is like we can't do things we don't care about. <laughs> it's very it's difficult. True. It's really difficult. Right? Like it's yeah. really, really hard. I think that we define ourselves um, to some degree by our jobs. Not a lot of people do. Mm. That's true. I remember when I went like, to Paris. Right, that's a good point. Like uh, I met some French people and yeah. they were like, Americans always, yeah. when they meet you, they yeah, say, what, what do you, you do? do? Exactly. And yeah. they don't ask yeah. you that yeah. when yeah. you're like in France. It's a very, like the same in England as well. It took me a very long time to understand that reflex here that you ask someone what they do within the first few lines, like, you know, lines of conversation when you speak with each other. There really? are like, so I have so many friends who I heard like for, in England who I've like, who I'd known for a very long time. And I'm like, wait a second, what do you do again? Oh. Like, and it's just, yeah. it's not really? part of culture. It's just, yeah. You for are Americans, no, yeah. It's, it's really, it would yeah. be weird for Americans to not ask what yeah. you do, mm-hmm. which it's stupid. I mean, it's like a, almost yeah. an impulse, for, like it, a reflex for me. Totally. But I, it's not, it's Yeah, unique. it's like a polite yeah. question. It's yeah. like, I'm interested in yeah. what you have to say and you probably work a lot. So what right. is the work that yeah. you do? Whereas other people would be like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, because your hometown might. Um, Ex- yeah tell more about you or like whether you're from city or suburb or country i remember going on a date and like when i was living in new york and like i'm with this guy i'm having drinks blah blah blah, it's over the space of like a few hours and i because i was set up with him on like a blind date or something and um the friend who set us up i spoke to her afterwards and she was like yeah like yeah it was kind he said it was kind of weird because like you know you didn't like talk about your job. Like he still doesn't know what you do for a living and like you should have led with that. And I was like, what? (laughs) It's like, yeah, you should have just talked about your job. You should have like, whatever. Whatever. You're all canceled. should not talk about their job. Also like should. Yeah. Like if you had wanted that date to go well, the date with a person you barely know, why didn't you X, Y, and Z? Yes. No, unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah, don't complain about the thing that you didn't need. Like if you wanted it, like ask for it. No, no. Ask a question. It's like, I'm sorry. So this man was sitting there going, I wish she would talk about her job. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to ask her <laughs> what she does. It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe if I look at her hard enough, yeah. she will She'll just get job, it. Job, She'll job, 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 job. You know? Oh, you know what he probably did? He probably just started talking about his own job. Yes, he did. Oh, man. 
man. He yeah, thought he was going to spark some conversation yeah. with Maybe God he was forbid. disappointed because he wanted you to ask him more because he wanted to like <sighs> show off. Yeah, I was like, I don't don't impress what he, me much. Yeah. Literally doesn't impress me much. I can't even remember what he did. So it can't have been that interesting. But yeah, needless to say, there was not a second date. We, yeah, yeah we moved on. It Listen, doesn't matter what people do. Guys, can we talk about hustlers? Listen, <laughs> all I want to do is talk about hustlers. No, no, wait, oh, so hustlers? much of Henry Golding is great and everything. All but. I want to do is talk about this movie that is so wonderful and so remarkable and Thanks. so special. And like I like I just remember watching it. Like we the first like first of all it was like a national holiday. <laughs> like the first time that we saw the poster, yeah. like the group text was like, So when are we mm-hmm. doing this? You always know what box like, office is gonna be based on yeah. girl group text. Oh, one thousand percent. Rodney was like, Are your friends texting about this? And yeah. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> yes, the fuck we are. Yes, we are trying to buy we're constantly refreshing trying to buy tickets right this moment. And so it was like a group of eight of us and <laughs> it was exceptional. But it was it was such a joy to watch in that it was like it felt so subversive to me and that it was this you know predominantly female inhabited world and Mm. that it was this self-defined family and Mm -hmm. there were also just moments I, I just remember turning to my friend when I was just like I swear I've not heard a male speak for an hour. <laughs> there are like, pretty yeah. much no men with names. <laughs> Can it's we incredible. talk about that for it's a second? How did that feel? We have all worked in predominantly male environments for a long time. It was great. Yeah. Like seriously, it was great. Because yeah. when I work in male environments, sometimes I feel like I have to like prove I'm one of the boys. Yeah. Like just like That's be kind of like worst. cool and yes. chill and yeah. say some disarming yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't like that I have to do it, but yeah. it is effective. Right. But yeah. like when you're in an all-female environment, you uh, can just be. Yeah, You don't God. have to pretend yeah. you're super sexy. You don't have to pretend you're one of the boys. And there's this myth that women are bitchy towards exactly. each other. And I think that's only I've because... I've never found that to be the case. Well, no. I think it is it is the case when there's only like one seat for a woman at the table. Yes. But I think that's the case for any yeah. position for which there's only one of you. So if yeah. we are all women and there's only seat for like one man at the table, they're going to be arguing over that exactly. scarcity as well so yeah. it's not it's it's like a comment on scarcity not on gender but people yeah. of course want to make it that and they want to bring us down because yeah. i think uh they're afraid of our power because yeah. it is significant when we're together yeah it really really is also it's and terrifying to them that we might not need them yeah i think i find <laughs> that don't. very very scary <laughs> i find that very scary i mean mary and i have 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 noticed in this year like because we started this podcast network erios which is all um it's all women hosts it's by women for everyone but um it's kind of terrifying the people who pop in and go like no like no joke like can we give you money we don't get it but we want to invest in women-led businesses i'm like have you listened to any of the podcasts they're like we don't need to and i'm like yeah you do yeah (laughs) you don't care about the content we're having a great time over here without you but the thing you were saying about like acting like one of the boys and being disarming and knowing that works is absolutely mirrors my experience when I was an agent because you know it's a fact you know what you have to do to oh, yeah. get them guys to- do that too yeah, yeah. they're um, like oh I'm go- I gotta be a bro mm-hmm. in you know what you have to do to get them to like you in fact they will corner you in the kitchen and tell you that you have to be friendlier which was my experience basically the entire time I was an agent and my response was resentment it was just like, but I don't want to. Yeah. You're not my friend. You're my coworker. And is that okay? And it wasn't okay for a lot of them. <laughs> and that is why I'm no longer an agent yeah. and why I left. But um, 
but having worked with women like solely women for the last year has been a dream i've like never been happier pretty great I'll say, like, going back to, like, fully female, like, working environment. So, I, w- like, I was a stripper when I was, like, 17. See, this is news. To, like, uh, 18. Yeah, like, hold on, like, hold on, people wait. know about One it. One moment. Yeah. One moment. So, I opened the Google Docs. This is how we prep for each episode. And I'm like, Camilla was a stripper. Yeah. Did not know that. Can't I, wait to talk about yeah. it. Not going to ask any questions. <laughs> just going to do it live. Um, it was when I was still in England. I was, I don't know, I think it was like, I started when I was 17, which is like low key illegal. Um, <laughs> no, not low key. No, it's actually it's black actually and white. actually illegal. illegal. Um, and I was studying away from home and I basically, I needed money. And that was, you know. Yeah, it's quick know, cash. But really. And it was like, because I'd started like working in bars and restaurants and it just wasn't enough money for the amount of hours I had to work. I just couldn't, I didn't have the hours to study and be in classes. Whereas I could like do two nights in the club and not have to work for like most of the month. Oh my God, where were you working? This is amazing. Tell me more. The first club I worked at was a club, it was called, they all have such cringy names. The first (laughs) club was, it was called Divas. Yes. Yes. I like that. Alternate titles for hustlers, by the way. Uh And it was amazing. And it was also, you know, for me, it was like so startling because also it was a club that was owned by two women. And they took such good care of us. And like... I remember like it was just such a supportive environment and even like just small things just like they would provide all our taxis home at the end of the night and like and pay for them and like you know um, we'd be like walked to our cars and stuff by security and all that kind of thing Um, and like if any like if and you know at any point if any man made you like feel even vaguely uncomfortable they were out of the club in two seconds wow but watching Hustlers was such like just cool water it was like the very first time that I'd actually seen representation of pole dancers of strippers with such a such kind of granular detail I mean the scene where she cuts the um the string off the tampon I was like Mm -hmm. the group chat with like my ex-dancer friends was just like I felt that in my soul (laughs) (laughs) that's incredible also where all of these characters were fully rounded women and not punchlines and not like weird props and not played as like drug addicts with like terrible dad issues and all of this Mm -hmm. other stuff because that's that was very rarely the case for many of the women I danced with two of the girls I danced with are doctors and one's a dermatologist the other one's a GP like another one owns a very large film production company and some people were single mums and some people were at school and yeah, they're all different. Yeah. yeah. But that dressing room every single night was such a space of vulnerability and honesty and so much support. And don't like there were definitely arguments sometimes. The thing that people would argue about the most was songs. A it was funny watching the film because the era that like the musical era that the film was was when I was dancing. So all of those jams like there was so much sean paul around that era oh my like, god it was, i love sean paul like, Wait, what, were, what were your jams <laughs> that ashanti album <laughs> wow so, also so much j-lo 
That mm. was also such a meta part of that entire thing because we used to dance to so much JLo. Oh, Prince, get off. That would oh, kill. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That would always yes. kill. Uh, white stripes, I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh, um, and yeah. yeah, it's a really, like, it's, it's a unexpected. really, really good one. Oh, Justin Timberlake, because that was like a high era at oh, that point as well. Yeah. Um, Crimea River would yeah, really? destroy. But yeah, it was... So- so, so Constance, what was your, how, how yeah. were you folded into the movie? Like, how did that, how did it all happen? I mean, I read the script and I had a bunch of scripts at the time and mm-hmm. I read it and I was like, oh, this is, this is the one I want to do. And I don't think uh, my team was totally convinced. I was like, no, this is it. <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't get it. Well, I mean, cause they, you know, cause I play like, uh, you know, suburban mother of three teen boys. Right. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to put myself yeah. on tape for it yeah. just so I could show that I could do it. It you was know, a self like, tape? Yeah, I totally uh, put myself on tape. Mm. And I still didn't get it. I don't know. I actually don't even know if anyone saw my tape. But I did put myself on tape. But then some weird stuff started happening with Annapurna. And the, yeah, they dropped the, the studio. And, so they, right. they dropped it. And then it was like changing hands. And then... Um, and then j just put the whole movie back together. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know because I wasn't part of the oh, production discussion. Mm, so good. I just know that it was went away for a bit because of studio stuff yeah, and yeah. then it came back and then yeah. that's when they yeah. came to me. So Annapurna dropped the film, Fools, and uh, Giolo wanted it to continue to happen and so she essentially went, she had a relationship with STX, called up her friend Benny Medina and was like, yo. Yeah, I mean, because she, she had just done second act. Yeah. Which I think oh, made right. a lot, lot of money, money yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah, But the speed at which that everything picked up after like, she then like took over that portion of yes. it there are a lot of producer credits that are you know we all get them they're like you know kind of like vanity credits or like part of your deal yeah like knowing the actual right. piece of that was like that is a fully that is a full producing credit like that is that should be recognized for sure yeah like, although i mean lorraine did yeah. work on it for years yeah before she's lorraine's so the best i know i love she's her. so awesome I love should have and her. just should have watching that film knowing that it was directed by a woman was so clear you could see in every single visual choice that the things that the camera focused on were not what a male would have picked and yeah. that's what made it so interesting and fascinating like yeah the, she yeah. said she she said that she wanted to treat yeah. the bodies in terms of what they could do yeah right not how they looked so yeah. it's like you know the shoes walk in the bead yeah. and like mm-hmm. hands and uh you know shoulders and sort of the things that our bodies do not what they look yeah. like mm-hmm. um and she she very much compared it to like sports like she says that first scene where i come out of the locker room she's like that's like coming out of the tunnel like a football game and it's just like both athletes and strippers use their bodies for entertainment Mm -hmm. to make money yep that's exactly (laughs) they use their bodies in a skilled way yeah Yeah. and yet you know one group is judged more harshly than the other that first scene when you did come out of the locker room and you're walking around the club and there was something like the look on your face, just like no, like I actually haven't seen the movie, so I don't even know <gasps> what take they used. Oh, you don't watch me. yourself. There is just I do sometimes. It depends on the project. It varies project. I think project. you got to watch it because but it's incredible. You got to watch it. I don't, I don't think I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it was such a long story. Oh my god. <laughs> there are certain there are certain parts yeah. like if I think I'm if I like if the part is like a was super like vulnerable for me and I remember the experience I kind of don't want to go back there and for Destiny she's like very you know that feeling when it's just sort of like you like 
trying to fit in you like second guess everything you're going to say because you want to be like I just remember that's like yeah. what she was going through and it's like it's not the best but I, I don't I just can't watch that that's a really funny thing about you especially when compared to like the role that that you have played on Fresh Off the Boat is like I remember when I met you I was like you're such an empath like things make you uncomfortable in a way where you're like I got to avoid this and it's like sometimes I can see how like watching yourself yeah. and like reliving that emotion would be like I don't want to be here yeah. what I feel was so and um, the thing I was about to say about that particular scene and understanding why it's, it feels so honest and it, it just like I so clearly identified with it every single dancer has had that night where you just do not want to be there where you the last place you want to be is on fucking stage yeah and which the men oh, by the way happens in you. every profession the customers yeah they, they can smell it on you so you're yeah. just standing there it's like oh do you want to die? no all right fine <laughs> I got, like but it was like it was like a dagger in my chest i was like i've had this night like just sliding yeah. down into my chair um and yeah so i'm I, it does not surprise me that you went to such a like such a deep yeah. place to find that because I mean, it felt so profoundly yeah. honest Acting and real is, to me. I mean, the when it's the best is when you're actually physiologically feel the things rather than like performing them yeah. or mm-hmm. indicating them. Like the scene, like there's a scene where I I know I walk in and I see Jennifer with um, Dawn, the yeah. redhead. Yeah, and at this point, you know, our friendship's a little, uh, and but like you know, I see her with this other girl and I remember, oh God, it hurts so bad. So I walked into the room and I remember the first take and on every take, every single time I saw Jennifer touching Dawn's hair, like my heart literally like fucking dropped. And then I remember like, feeling like I have to pretend like I don't care, Mm -hmm. which is like it was, but it was painful every time to walk in that room and like fear that the person that you loved is moving on to somebody else. And like it, it like it, it hurt and I just don't want to see that oh again so I'm, not I'm getting sh- choked up now like as yeah. you're remote and like yeah it, yeah it yeah so I can't watch it but I can watch Jessica Huang easy because right it's, like, you know. it's, a, it's a half hour comedy yeah, she, it's doesn't have, different. she doesn't have feelings it's fine yeah. <laughs> no feelings there that's her whole thing you, I you know will what I mean. you know say what I mean. the only time that I have ever cried making any hour of network television was working with you on our immigration episode where oh Jessica gets her green card well I mean that was yeah. also particularly it was, it was like for people so basically we did this episode of Fresh Off the Boat um, I wrote this episode and it was basically about Jessica's path to getting a green card and becoming a citizen. So we were shooting it the week of the election, <laughs> which oh, is horrific. Right. I know. And, and it was horrific. So it was in two parts. So it was the night that we were shooting the actual scene that Jessica is taking the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, to, to, yeah, become a citizen. To become was a citizen. The, was election night. Was election night. And it was horrific. And so the election, the um, the results are coming in every two seconds. So in between takes, we're running out to the monitors to like check and it's looking bad. And then suddenly it's looking good and then it's looking bad. But we're in this kind of room where everything kind of feels very hopeful because there is just this, you know, you're operating under this, the actual, you know, the, the spirit of this pledge, of this actual path of citizenship, where you basically had this room full of people from all different backgrounds and countries. And yeah. I remember we had one person in that room, their lips were moving when they should have been reading the Pledge of Allegiance and we're like why is this woman not reading and it took a couple of takes and then finally for someone to understand she was Russian she couldn't speak English and mm. so they were going to pull her from the scene and then the other background guy who was this like 
American black guy. He was like, no, 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 I'll help her. Like, don't cut her from the scene. She needs the money. And so he basically helped. He was like, just follow my lips so that she could like stay. And like, and I, it was so, so tense. And the whole thing was so upsetting. And then we woke up the next morning to the worst possible news of the election. And it was like a graveyard and everyone was so upset and so down. I don't even remember what we shot the day after that. It was all of the restaurant pops, like with like um, getting food poisoning. And what was so Oh, yeah. And the canoe. The canoe. Right. And you were so incredible in that like I knew how upset you were, like (laughs) because you were as upset as the rest of us. But every time we did a take, you were hilarious and funny. It was like turning on a light switch. I mean, it was healing for me to act because that's when you realize the importance of just the human connections around you. And so like as an actor, that's the person you're in a scene with. And you're like, let's have this moment of shared love within this world that we don't know what's happening, but we can have this. 
I lose my emotional access. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like my yeah. body shuts down. Mm -hmm. Like, uh-uh. You think that you're yeah. going to use me mm -hmm. for your own agenda? Uh-uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you. Which is so frustrating because I, I have a lot of emotional access. But then when I'm like, no, 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 I'm using this in service of this person's mm -hmm. story, um, then it opens me up. Yeah. So it's like empathy opens me up naturally. But, uh, but the vanity stuff, it, it's, some people can do it. Some people can care about how they look on screen and still put in a good performance. I, I can't be thinking of that because it'll just, it'll make everything ring untrue for me. Does so. it derail and distract from like what is actually... Yeah, because yeah. yeah, then it's about you. Mm -hmm. It should be... I mean, you make an oath of integrity to your character. I will do right by you mm -hmm. before you start. Not like, I will do right by you to make me look okay. good so I can get an award. Right. That's not... Why the fuck are you in it if that's right. like... I yeah. mean, what you're doing. So what is your relationship then to sort of the, van, the vain parts of the job? I mean, having to trot down a red carpet, having to be photographed a lot. Like, what is your... Have you like embraced it in a way where you can like live with it or are you just kind of like, ugh, why do I have to well, do Well, I mean, this? in my regular life, I got a yeah. ton of vanity. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, Let's that, hear all that. That's almost like why <laughs> acting is such a release, you know? I mean, like, because, you know, growing up, I yeah. I was I was reading Seventeen magazine yeah, and really? I would like oh, yeah. go to the drugstore yeah. and like try different makeups and try different skin cares. My, and I still, like I am, when I'm not acting, yeah. I'm very vain. Yeah. But when I'm acting, I'm not. It's just, like, love, it like seems like that. an oxymoron, but it's, it's true. Sweet. No, I get it. You compartmentalize in that way. Your work yeah. is your work, you know? It's like, absolutely. I totally yeah, get that. It's not about me. Um, you know what's funny is my friend, a lot of people have said like they, you know, they read Seventeen Magazine. My, the beauty editor of Seventeen Magazine for a while, I believe, was my friend Liz Flayhive, who created Glow. Like, no <laughs> the TV way. show? That's oh my God, that's no so cool. Idea. Yeah, so she was, at Glow, she was at Seventeen and she was at Lucky. And so I was like, what I were you just like, lucky. yeah, like drowning in hair product for like 10 years. She was like, I haven't bought shampoo in like 10 years. And now she's then she's like, obviously like a playwright. And now that's amazing. Show. But yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny. The arc. What is your thing? Is it like your hair, your skin? Like what is your what is your like self-care? Like kind of well, fun. Like it was what? never my hair until mm. recently. Mm. Okay. Because uh, so like about a year and a half ago, I dyed my hair pink. <gasps> yes. I remember um, this yeah. from Instagram. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like pastel pink. Mm -hmm. And then I loved it. Mm. But then my publicist at the time <laughs> mm. was like, you can't have that. <laughs> why? But by the way, like, but why? so when we wrapped fresh off the boat, yeah. so we wrapped on a Friday and I strove from set to the salon. I was like, yeah. I didn't I even give that. a fuck. But it's funny, you do that after hiatus. Like, you because you're just, to. you're in this, like, you're in this one show world for so intensely Yeah, it's like you need so to get out. Months, you need to, like, do something and someone's telling you how to be to, like, and look yeah. every day and yeah. touching your face. Someone yeah. touching my face yeah. and hair for hours every day it would is. make me, I don't yeah. even know, shave it all off. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what happened was that then I had to, then I dyed it, like, blonde, which was not a good look for me. Um... You gotta try. Which, you know, my pop was just like, okay, that's better at least. No. Like, no, seriously. Uh, then it just started breaking because oh, of, I, of you know, blonde. I had to lift oh, it and reach yeah. it so oh, many times. Oh. And I'd never had that problem so all before. all the pigment, right, right, Yes, right. and it's still, yeah. it's still recovering from okay, that. So okay. I've been dealing with that. But growing up, I was a big skincare girl. Oh, mm. really? Like, okay. obsessed. Do you remember the first skincare product you bought? It was probably clean and clear. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Like astringent a or something. Yeah. Yeah. God, they were all so drying. Everything they? was they very were just like, just like yeah. Away. Yep. Strip yeah. it all off. Although I never had acne as a teenager. Mm, so I was yeah. lucky. What was your thing? Like, what was your challenge? 
You know, like some people have like bad skin. Some people have like uh, my hair falls out. Um, some people have whatever it is. Like, what was your I thing? I mean, I don't know if I had a challenge more so than that. Like, I just wanted to have glowing skin. Mm. Like, mm. I knew that whenever my skin your focus. looked really good mm-hmm. and was um, glowing, mm-hmm. people, that's when I would get attention. I'm Absolutely. A child. I like attention. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. We all love attention. I have siblings <laughs> yeah. and I am. Like, <laughs> but I remember the first time I went into the body shop. Yeah. And uh, there the was everyone's like, origin story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and there yes. was this lady. <laughs> Foundational memories at the body shop. Oh, God, I the mango it. smell. Yeah. Oh, yes. The mango body butter. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember it was the vitamin E cream for me. Oh, and yeah. the pink jar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the lady there mm-hmm. was, um, like, I was, I don't know. 14 or something yeah. like that and she just gave me a lesson she's like oh, this is how you put on your eye cream wow. and then the, yeah. you have to do cleanser and then you do the toner and uh-huh. then you do the moisturizer and she, uh, i think she got me maybe get the tea tree oil kind oh, of thing God, yeah. yeah and then the vitamin e cream wow this and, 14 year old uh, girl with like perfect skin <laughs> she's <laughs> like let me give you let me tell you 900 dollars worth of product <laughs> hey, really body shop's not no, yeah, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, uh, but yeah, that's, it made a um, difference. You went home and you were just like, "This is working, totally." Wow. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. And so, what's your routine now? What do you do to up for skin upkeep? Because it looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's time well spent. <laughs> you know what I use for my face wash? I still use Clearasil face wash. Oh, okay. which I did soapy, the like lathery kind. No, or the, the kind the that's like a white mm-hmm. almost iridescent chemical yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yeah but it's funny because i didn't have to use that till i moved to la oh. the water changes yeah you moved from new york right yeah yeah, yeah. in water. new york yeah. i'll tell you what my skin looks better in new york it There's does something about the yeah. air yeah. and like the water yeah. and then when i moved to la i couldn't figure out how to like get my skin right mm-hmm. and then i i used uh the clear self face wash and it helped yeah um so i use that i'm still using that yeah then i use a uh, vitamin C mm-hmm. uh, retinol yeah. like, like a, a serum. serum thing mm-hmm. Dr. Dennis Gross like mm-hmm. comes in a little brown yes. bottle oh, yeah. we're big fans of vitamin C around here oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that, that gives yeah. you the glow yeah. mm-hmm. and then I use a moisturizer I was using Shiseido's Glow Revival Cream and mm-hmm. I still use that in the morning but I just started this new one called um, Revive Nightly Retexturizer Ooh. I, I okay. it's, have not I mean you're into it it's very expensive. That's you know what, we but they gave it to me. We do a nice high low mix here, exactly. So like you, you'll, you'll you wash your face on the clearest. I wash my face with clearest. So you're saving money this. there. It's okay to spend How money on the moisturizer. How expensive are we talking? Well, the first jar I got was free, right? That's how they get you. you know, they gave now, it to if me. you're That's not the... famous, how much does it cost? <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> but if I were to guess, yeah, guess. I think it ends with a 75 (laughs) and it starts with something that's bigger than one. Okay. Uh, So it's 275. 275. Maybe it's 375. I'm not sure. But it's, but your skin looks amazing. So what are we going to we'll do? Have, we'll have Camilla try it out. <laughs> oh my God. And, she's oh, and gonna... I get facials a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Better. Yeah. Who do you go to? Uh, uh, Joanna Vargas. Yes. Yes. People really like her. Yeah. She's um, great. how often do you go? Um, I try to go like every six weeks. She's mostly yeah. based out in New York. So uh-huh. she comes to LA right. like whenever she comes, I try to. Did you go to her in New York and then start, or was it like a relationship? No, I started after. Yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in New York shooting Hustlers, I went to her. Actually, weekly. I would yeah. go more often if people were looking at me every day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Get to hide. Yeah. <laughs> the facials would live in my house. <laughs> <laughs> in the pool house. Yeah. She would just be like, our, she would just be sitting here every time. Um, all right. So, guys, should we move on to beauty of the week? 
Let's do Beauty of the Week. Now, Beauty of the Week is where we recommend someone that we're super into this week. It can be um, an activist. It can be someone we just think is really cute. It often is my baby daughter. It can be anyone that you're just into, an an author, a musician, a a Hmm. friend, anyone that has just been a highlight of your week of my week of your week or your or month or whatever yeah. we can start cam. yeah you start cam who's your know. beauty of the week um my beauty well mine are two beauties of the week and it is jody cantor and megan twohey who wrote yes. the book she said and they were the journalists who basically at new york times who first broke the weinstein stories and then brett kavanagh and I it's, it's amazing it's an excellent book it's yeah. written uh, extraordinarily well because also they're both journalists um and it's written at it's such an incredible steady clip that it's like mm. you you kind of i tore through it in like a few days and i love a well-edited um, book yes and yeah. it's very it's both like it's both granular in that you know in the actual like journalistic process that they kind of went through to actually get these stories but it also does a spectacular job of kind of breaking down the actual like structural um uh, hurdles in place of breaking those stories such as like you know mandatory ndas for all of these women who got settlements and like being able to get women to call but what was so remarkable about it was how many actors behind the scenes were assisting with this Gwyneth Paltrow and also Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor which was very fascinating because a hurdle for the journalists was um, that they were having trouble getting direct information like contact information for all of these a-list actresses and mm. is it really that hard you just call their publicists but they don't want to but give not the, directly yeah and talking about something as sensitive as hi, did Harvey Weinstein try and rape you ever? They're <laughs> right. not gonna oh, like yeah, the teams not are not allowing anyone yeah. here. So they needed cell phone numbers, they needed personal email addresses. And one of the journalists um, met Lena at some um, like fundraiser thing for Hillary, and she turned to her and basically said, "Look, I've been like like I know about all of these stories, and I've been saying for a very long time something needs to happen." So they basically operated as a switchboard like a private switchboard, basically mm-hmm. providing all of these personal phone numbers mm-hmm. and so for all these people to contact them. It's a very, very fascinating book. It's, it's, yeah, it's remarkable. So I highly recommend. I will read it. It's on my list. Um, I believe Rodney bought it, actually. Rodney, okay. my husband. He, some, he, I think like a few years ago, was like, I was, I'm not as woke as I'd like to be because that's a very Rodney thing to say. And I was like, you married a woman of color with a lot of opinions. So we're good. Like, you're going to be fine. Just listen to me. Like, you're, you have set your intention. Yeah. What, <laughs> what I'm saying. Listening in general is a pretty good, good thing. He's such a good listener. He's lovely. Is he my beauty of the week? He's my, always my beauty of the week. But this interesting thing came across my desk as... Um, as uh, in sort of Erio's business. So Dakota Johnson, mm-hmm. who I know a little bit, uh, again, through, she was in Five Year Engagement. I met her. We had a wonderful interaction where I had no idea who she was because I'm a ding dong, even though I've worked with actors my whole career. And I was like, where are you from? Are you, oh, is your family in the business? She was like, I'm from Texas. <laughs> in a nice way. I was like, oh, I'm from Texas. And like, she was telling me, basically I had a whole conversation with her where I like did not understand like that her parents were super famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and later was like, that girl was really nice. And Rodney was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. But I've always had a soft spot for her. But she did this thing. She has a new podcast out. Which is not really. Oh, she does. Yes, oh. but here's oh, the here's the podcast. It's not really about her. It's called the Left Ear. And what she did was last year she stood on stage at this thing called the Global Citizen Conference mm-hmm. and gave everyone her phone number, and she asked them to call and leave voicemails about like their assault and trauma. Hmm. Oh yeah, there's this new service. Somebody told me about it yeah. where it's like you can give a personal. 
Yes. Yeah. So what was fascinating to me was we get a lot of pitches at areas from like big pieces of talent, like looking for like, a, you know, a piece of the podcast pie or whatever, you know, and I go, wow, this is a woman who who is not getting anything out of this other than just sharing other people's um, stories of assault and trauma. And I got it. I got to tell you, I listen to the podcast. It is very, very difficult to listen to. These are firsthand accounts of horrible, horrible, like sexual abuse. Wow. Really? It's mm. n- Insane. It's um. It's the website is the left ear. dot com, and there are store their personal stories, and then also there are resources. So like, Wait, are they resources. personal stories like that are written voice and then she vo- Oh, they're wow. voicemails. Yeah. They're straight. It is very hard. Wow. It is very hard to listen to. It's an amazing like public service she's doing. She's getting nothing out of it. It's not like you know you heard people talk about like IP and mm-hmm. how much money am I going to get and what are the ad sales and she is just like this is her platform and she's using it, using it for something good and like off to her yeah, because nice. it's a lovely it's a lovely meaningful thing I she's doing to that yeah it's i mean the left ear the left ear okay. mm. yeah how mm. about you oh gosh i don't remember her name but there's this woman oh i should remember her name but i was at um i was at this like academy luncheon that was just for women mm-hmm. and it was honoring i was honoring some women and then like giving a scholarship to a young a uh, woman of color filmmaker. Yeah. But there's this other lady and she spoke and she made a documentary about honor killings. <gasps> right. Yeah. You know who I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I have to look her Incredible. up. Incredible. I mean, I could probably, I'm not on Instagram anymore, but I could probably look up pictures from that event and it'll, like if you said the name, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's her name. Honor killings documentary. I was hearing, I was hearing about this. Um, this is, is this Charmaine Obed Chinoy? Charmaine? Charmaine. Yes. Yeah. Charmaine yeah. Obed Chinoy. Yes. That won an Oscar. Amazing. Yes. I, I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to. Oh my God. And, and the, the whole thing, like she set it's up these like. called Honor Killing. Right. Yeah. She set wow. up these whole mobile viewing things. Yeah. Oh, where it's wow. like, she, women are like, I think they're like in kind of a trailer. They could watch it. And then the men, yeah. uh, for, they have to watch it outside or something, or they watch yeah. something else outside. And it's just sort of like, um. I don't know, just everything that she's doing and the family that she had that supported her and the just her like passion and integrity is really beautiful. I mean, she's physically beautiful. Yeah. Like just from like an aesthetic yeah. standpoint. Yeah. But the fact that like she was up there and she was speaking with such passion and knowledge about um mm-hmm. That I didn't even know. Like, I yeah. didn't really even know what an honor killing was. Yeah. Like, it's like, and some of these oh, stories insane. you hear, like, so she is my beauty of the week. That's fantastic. <laughs> you really, wow, that's, that's a good one. So we usually wrap up the show with a game that we play with our son called Rosebud and Thorn. And okay. we play it every night. And it's how we get him to talk to us about, like, details of his day. Oh, that's cute. So, so the, I don't know why I say that. He never stops talking. Um, <laughs> He's like, and then, and then, and then. Um, so Rosebud and Thorn is a beauty highlight. Um, something that you have really enjoyed in the last couple of weeks. A beauty low light. Something that was terrible. Beauty, wellness, low light, and then um, and then bud is something you're looking forward to trying, or you know whether it's a product or a, or a vacation or like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we start with rose, which is a beauty slash wellness mm-hmm. highlight. Cam, what do you got? Mine has been turning my used coffee grounds into a body scrub. So basically, I got this body scrub in like a gift bag from some again a luncheon. Um, and <laughs> a luncheon. As I was, and I really really loved it, and it was this like strong coffee smell, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, what is in this? And I looked at the ingredients. I'm like, this is just straight up coffee. <laughs> 
this is yeah like and this would cost me sixty dollars what <laughs> so um cam scam i just felt it bubbling <laughs> and um and so i have an espresso machine so i use a lot of these mm-hmm. pods which is very very annoying you can recycle them now. yeah yeah you can which is fantastic or you can bathe in them or you basically <laughs> so now i basically just like take off the foil after i've like used one and made my coffee put it in a little pot and i just keep it in my shower mm. and so you just rub it it's like it's really great for like um like uh, scrubbing off dead skin and like it's really good for like skin tone mm. and it is free and mm-hmm. it is excellent so mm. high recommend God, you're smart you're good at that you're very, very good at that um i my rose of the week was i was camilla walked me through setting boundaries because i write this column for vulture where i give advice about getting into the comedy business and Mm. i've written it for a few years so i get a lot of people reaching out going i'd love to have coffee and i always fall for it because i have like a thing where i feel guilty if i don't help people um and um camilla and people make you feel guilty if Mm -hmm. yeah and bitch exactly do anything that's like not no absolutely and it's absurd because pre is so helpful thank you she has written for like people breaking into the business is so valuable and so helpful. And so to then ask for more of her time for free. Is so no, fucking rude. Yeah. I had this amazing, of course, a man emailed me and said, I would love to be a, you know, a person of color. I'd love to be a buyer. And I was like, you know, like just shot him a little email, which I should not be sending personal emails, but I was like, Hey, my advice would be starting an agency. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a good place because then you can work yeah. your way up. And he responds, you would not believe it. This long email about how he, he's like, thanks for your advice. I don't want to start an agency, but I'd love to grab coffee. And I was like, no, 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 I'm done forever. But Camilla, I said, Camilla, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And how do I respond to people? And how do you, what do you do when people reach out to you for advice? And Camilla goes, I send them your column. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I could just do that <laughs> because I've written like 30. Yes. <laughs> and all of the questions you could ever yeah. ask me are answered in yeah. this column. And yeah. like, good luck, like, break a exactly. leg. I already did the yeah. work. Exactly. So that was like a big shift for me because I was like, I have two jobs and yeah. two children. And why am I like taking care of the whole world? Yeah. Why is that my job? Yeah. So I'm done. Anyway, that boundaries. That was yeah. my highlight. What was your rose? So now I decided I'm really into wearing my dad's old shirts. Great. Yes. Menswear. Yes. But yeah. specifically menswear with fancy earrings. Ooh. Yes. So you thumb it up. So, so, is... so it's got the slouchy yeah. kind of like big Oxford shirt uh-huh. that's like in the 70s. Demi Moore. But then I am some, seeing like But then yeah. some fucking oh. fancy rhinestone like earrings. <laughs> like amazing oh. earrings, loafers, and like Ooh. no makeup. This is this is my uh my and new pants? One. Pants or no pants? Mm. <laughs> Where are this we? is good. This no, is like a risky business pants. situation. Okay, you wear, you wear pants. pants. So you're going to send us a photo so that we can all copy you. Because that <laughs> sounds like a great look. Yeah. I love that. It's fun and it's comfortable. Yeah. Which is my favorite. Right. Yeah. What was your thorn? Well, it's not really a thorn. It's just so dumb. Like Victoria's Secret only just now have started showing plus size and trans models in their campaigns. And I'm like, now, like it's, it just feels very too little too late. Like Rihanna and Fenty already did it. Like mm-hmm. we've been over you for a minute and we're just, we're just asking you to die quietly. Like nobody, <laughs> these, your, your time no. and relevance is long since these, passed. We do not need your level of like toxicity within 
like the fashion industry anymore right. we're done it's like uh, you t- yeah it's like you yeah. ruined all of our images of women forever yeah like, don't try to be inclusive now. exactly yeah that's the thing about these beauty brands <laughs> trying so like as a last gasp it's yeah. just like barney's like right before it declared bankruptcy yeah. it was like we carry um stuff for women of color now and we were like, <laughs> we're like mm. no that's not gonna save you yeah. Yeah. it's too late <laughs> What was yours? Mine is, okay, so um, I uh, cleared out my closet. I mm. got rid of everything that had holes in it, which mm. was everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm left with not very much. <laughs> For me, that feels like that an feels opportunity. Like plus. <laughs> I don't like shopping is the only problem. So I truly have, I have like three pairs of jeans. Yeah. I have like four t-shirts. And I have like a pair of shoes. It's not, yeah. it's really, it's yeah. really, um, it's really it's hard. It's a capsule collection. <laughs> To me, it is a capsule collection, but it's like half a capsule collection okay. and it's not seasonally appropriate. So now I have to like go shop and I never know where to start. I need help. You can get a personal shopper. They are free. And right. like you they also- are. Yeah. Yeah, because they just want you to buy stuff at yeah. the store. So you right, can go to any right. store, like you know, any like any department store, also also Barney's or whatever, and basically even opening ceremony, and basically say like, "Hi, I want to spend this much. Here are the things I'm kind of like looking for." And they're like, or sometimes you can just say like, "Uh, I don't know what I want," and they will work with you and pull stuff for you, and um, often stuff that's not on the shop floor as well. And what's nice about it is because like you'll often be surprised because they're pulling like it's not stuff that you would usually pick for yourself necessarily. Mm-hmm. And that was like, try it on. Just give it a try. And like, mm. oh, maybe I can wear yeah. like, this thing. No, you're right. Um, okay, I'll try that. <laughs> I'll try it. How um, about your thorn? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is um, the fires. Mm. I know. Because of people losing their houses. We had a couple of um, crew members on Fresh Off the Boat. <gasps> oh, gosh, who, like, really? uh, Yeah, they couldn't come to work because they were like, uh, you know, because the fires are near their house. And, and then, like, I remember it last night, because we worked pretty late last oh, night. Oh, you're shooting yeah. right now. I didn't yeah, yeah, I coming realize. off set, like, every time I left the soundstage, like, you, it smelled like a barbecue. It smelled, yeah. I, yeah. It, I hadn't, I was just saying this earlier, like, I left the movie theater last night, and I had, like, and I thought that um, someone was burning uh, Palo uh, Santo, like, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the most my friend turned thing to me, ever. and was like, no, 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 that's just the earth. <laughs> I know. I seriously like it. Really, was so strong all the way on the Fox lot that every time I was out there, I was like, "Is somebody? Is there like a barbecue going on or something?" Is what I, I thought. And then like that, you know, also like it affects people's lives. It affects the air. It um, it just makes you think of the other ways in which we are destroying the earth, and that's a thorn. And the children. It's a pretty big thorn. You can't take the children outside when the air is like this. By the way. Really? Yeah, it's very Not right. really, because yeah. it's unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. Unhealthy for sensitive groups Bips, means yeah. children, more children, take tiny little lungs. Out, yeah. Children in like And when elderly. they go to school, they can't go outside. It's just a bummer. Aww. It's a real bummer. Well, on to Bud. What are you looking forward to trying this week? So I'm light, I'm anemic. Um, mm. So it comes and goes. So I just like sometimes I have to take like an iron supplement. And that's very annoying because I often forget and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then I feel stops you up. And. I it came to me on Instagram, which is <laughs> how you get all of your recommendations. <laughs> but it's called an iron fish. Yes. And it literally it's just like this little piece of iron in the shape of a fish and you kind of throw it in your pot when you're cooking something and it infuses it with extra iron. But it doesn't make it taste weird? Apparently. I don't know. I've no. ordered it. It has not arrived yet. No, I've so used I'm it. So I'm going to try it and, um, and see if it helps and stops me from feeling absolutely exhausted at 4 oh, p.m. God. Or like 
like when I do like I'll stand up and like suddenly get very very Blood lightheaded pressure, yeah. mm. um, but often I usually see it like I'd never get bags under my eyes until I know that I'm mind deficient like I wake, oh. if I wake up in the morning and I've got dark circles that's when I know that like it's um, that's when the the um, iron is low oh, no. so we're going to try this iron fish we're going to see what's what's you happening you can also I mean if you use a cast iron skillet yeah. that also helps oh yeah really have, mm-hmm. really yeah. that'll put iron in your food mm-hmm. that's yeah, it leaches, leaches a little bit in a good way yeah. not like enough to be oh, bad awesome. for you but yeah right, I also have a really good iron um, I have an iron I have an iron multivitamin that's awesome okay. which I think I've mentioned it's like drop it in the show notes or I something I will I will it's really it's really good because I also my iron drops a lot which is part of the my my recipe for hair loss it's awesome what are you looking forward to what? wait did you say yours because i'm still oh, thinking I, of mine what did i say that i was looking today i'm not looking forward to oh yes okay so i went back to my facialist i had not been in a long time just because ki- kids and work and stuff but um she gave me a new thing which is this uh, face oil called tool t-e-w-l it's biologique recherche i cannot use any yes. of their products because they all smell crazy to me but this smells and like cost nothing a billion dollars they cost a billion dollars this costs 70 okay. which Apparently, it lasts a long yeah. time. So, TEWL, which I looked up, is for transepidermal water loss. Mm-hmm. And so, it's to like seal. I have apparently hmm. like messed up my barrier and I hmm. need to like rebuild it. So, um, unfortunately, one of the best reviews I found referred to it being good for sun damaged, leathery, very dry skin. Wow. That's not you. <laughs> that's a, that's- it wasn't pleasant. But I'm hoping that if it can damage, if it, if it can fix like leathery, very dry skin, then, then I should already, be fine, right? Yeah, I've got a head start. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to trying that and see what, seeing what kind of difference. Then. All the oils, embracing the yes. oils, thanks to my friendship with Camilla. Yes, mm. oil clean. Yeah. I love okay. it. Okay, I thought of mine. Okay. So I just got a new mattress. Ooh, <laughs> I love. I can. This is very all day. This is very shishi. I'm because yes. so is it the Hostons. No. So you know, have you ever been to a Four Seasons? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. have the best beds. You can buy and then the I beds. found out you can you buy, can buy yeah. the beds. I bought mm-hmm. yeah. the fucking right. bed. We were right. ju- we were just in a Four Seasons right. last weekend, yes. and we were like, mm-hmm. we we're like, this bed is delightful. Yeah, yeah it's they're really good, really great about. It. But but the thing I'm looking forward to that I haven't because I have I've already slept in it. And it's great. Yeah. Is uh, so the mattress movers, you know, they can remove your old mattress if you yes. want. Which my mattress is actually relatively yeah. new. I've gotten like mm-hmm. maybe two yeah. years ago yeah. and I have this in my house I have this weird like office nook uh-huh. that I just like don't that, really yeah. use I don't like sitting in chairs so I was like I'm gonna put it there yeah. and then I'm gonna put a bunch of colorful pillows and throws yes. and stuff and have it be yeah, like a, a little reading nook a reading yes. nook because I, I think about like every Sunday like yes. I get the Sunday times yeah I sit on the floor and I yeah. spread it out because I just like to read and do things on the floor that is perfect. so I'm looking forward to creating that pillow melange that sounds That's amazing so on the fucking i like just like Wonderful. close to the floor yeah, yeah me too i yeah. don't like a chair i yeah. don't like a desk i like yeah. to either like lie on my bed yeah. or like yeah. on my stomach so the mattress is just on the fucking floor <laughs> i'm just gonna put skins or whatever all amazing. over it. we love that. To that thank you so much for joining us today it's been such a delight to catch yeah, up so much has awesome. happened um is there anything that you want to talk about anything coming up um any like events any promo anything i'm doing this uh thing on friday mm-hmm. where i'm singing for this like fundraiser benefit for amazing. getting out the vote oh yes yes, yes. um we will yeah, share and that rachel bloom is hosting oh it. fun amazing. so it's a bunch of like Broadway people that's like singing <laughs> that's gonna be great where is it it's in a private residence uh-huh. so you have to like 
purchase a, a ticket to yeah the where can people in. buy tickets send us a link and we'll make sure that yeah, we put yeah. it in the show notes and so yeah that can buy and then a once you buy a ticket yeah. then you have the, um, the address, address that's so cool that sounds yeah, super it's fun. Be fun and you know i'm always trying to get people to vote great we will yes. link to that thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. for show notes including links to the products services people and causes mentioned on this episode you can subscribe to our official newsletter stuff and things through the link in our show notes or at foxybrownspod.com Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.